Thursday, 6th of November 2014. This is HPR episode 1634 entitled, How I Got Into Linux, and is part of the series, How I Found Linux. It is hosted by first-time host Pivik, and is about 18 minutes long. Feedback can be sent to notrefize at gmail.com, or by leaving a comment on this episode. The summary is, How I Discovered Linux. This episode of HBR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. This was recorded on a Sansa clip. Uh, you can email me at uh, notrufus at gmail. That's N O T R O F I S E at gmail. And you can't Twitter me or Google Plus because I don't do it. So thanks for listening. So this is my first HPR episode. And uh, since I've enjoyed listening to other people tell how they came to Linux, I thought I would try to relate how I, how I, how I discovered Linux. Uh, I think I, when I uh, inherited a 286 16MHz computer from uh, one of my relatives. Now, bear in mind at this point in time, I had been through high school and there was no computers. We had typewriters and, you know, we learned to type if that's what you wanted to do. But you went to typing class because if you were a male because you wanted to see any of the girls that were learning to type, you know. So it wasn't really on the map at that point. Um, but being a grad after graduating from high school, I was more of a mechanical gearhead and uh but this relative who uh gave me this uh, computer uh kind of related how she, well she was an uh, more of a word typist editor and you know it, it was just like the coolest thing to her because she could just change words you know without ever having to you know go back and uh, fix the typing error or whatever and then the word processor was just like the most wonderful thing and I think the first com- PC uh, IBM compatible PC I saw was a uh, uh, 5.25 floppy disk with probably a 8088 or something in it I don't know exactly but uh, that's how I came to computers I was not a some kind of uh, you know college student or anything going and learning how to program and this was the newest thing it just was kind of thrown in my lap well so after discovering that uh, 
you know, I had to figure out, well, what do you do with this, you know? Well, for me, it was taking parts out and putting parts in, and there was a video card, and there was all these circuit boards and things on it, and, and that was just really cool to me. So after getting over that and figuring out how all that worked on a general level, I uh, decided I needed to do something in front of the computer screen, so... Uh, uh, I found uh, ray tracing. This was in the the area of, I guess, 16-bit video cards. And uh, that 286 uh, would take all night to create a 3D, uh, you know, image with the specular highlights. Uh, and it took me probably you know after learning how to type in it was basically a programming language how to type in a 3d image uh to it i you know would make changes and then start it overnight and it would grind away and sometimes i'd go to work the next morning it would still be grinding away on a 320 by 240 bit you know jpeg of something but uh, yeah, things went on, and I supported this person who went through versions of Windows, or DOS, and then Windows, and Windows 3.0, which, you know, would crash, and they'd call me up and say, you know, this, uh, all the work I did, where is it? And my, my computer is, you know, messed up, and I'd come over and try and figure out what was going on and so you know I kind of became the family techie I guess and then you know went through Windows 3.1 and I still had you know other interests I was working and doing other things but you know this was kind of a side thing but I really became a, you know like there must be something better than this thing that keeps crashing and you know my this my person that I'm supporting keeps losing stuff and they have to go back and redo it and you know they're paying hundreds of dollars for this so I became more and more interested and I uh, this is and I'm thinking that uh, you know there's got to be something better than Windows so I started looking around and at that point there was OS 2 and I, I got a version of IBM OS 2 and that was a very stable good operating system but it was not supported and there was no programs you know that were cool for general users games and things like that for uh, you know just the general user there was ver there was business apps being made you know you could probably make a career at that point of in that but I wasn't doing that and uh, but I toyed around with that and it was impressive I was like OS2 is you know <laughs> This thing runs and runs and runs and runs and yeah it was good it wasn't like windows it didn't you know you didn't you weren't in the middle of a session and all of a sudden boom it died now i wasn't a power user so i wasn't using anything really sophisticated so maybe that's naive for me to say well you know i continued along and continued along and then i found a an, an os called bos and I got I got a hold of that I think on a some kind of special thing where they gave it to me for free 
well I installed that they mailed it to me I installed it and that was that was cool too but you know as a end user I just didn't find there was all that much to do you know there was yeah there was the basic text you could do all that you know you could write a letter you could do this that 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 but you know there were the cool stuff was going being developed on Windows so you know I was going there kind of and I ventured through Win95 and I ventured through Win98 and I supported people who were having problems with it and they were, it was crashing and dying and losing data and and the whole time I was thinking there must be must be must be something better well I didn't know about Unix I didn't know about what was going on other than that so I continued on and eventually around oh I would say 96 I found uh, I was in a computer store and there was a boxed Linux set probably uh, it was I don't know SUSE or Corel or something but I didn't ha really want to spend the $99 on it well eventually I found that uh, through a BBS or that was kind of pre-internet or just at the edge of the internet I could download it on a 32k bit modem and I somehow don't know if I downloaded or I got it I got it but I got you know the whole thing and all these floppy disks and I I think it was Red Hat or something I installed that and it, but uh, that was really you like yeah this is gonna be really cool this is I gotta try this but and it installed and the desktop and everything was good but there was at this point in time all the motherboards had software modems this is probably and that was secret sauce I guess to the manufacturers and you had to that wasn't open source so Linux just didn't really support that well I continued to uh, try to get onto the internet and or onto BBS's and things and I found that well what I ended up doing was buying an external modem that just plugged into the serial port that had all the hardware and oh that worked beautifully and when I pu plugged that in Linux worked fine but still at this point Windows 2000 and uh, things were coming out and uh, that seemed to be pretty good and you know I could find games and do do other stuff so I still wasn't you know completely sold on Linux uh, it came to the point uh, probably in about 1998 or so I want to say 99 that I finally did install uh, on a on an old older you know computer at a second desktop I kind of set it up as a Samba server and you know that was fun against my Windows XP box and you know I could access files and do things and but still you know I'd just didn't I don't know it was there and I was pretty happy with Windows at that point so um, I wasn't having problem with with Windows because I guess I was just uh, proficient enough not to have it be crashy all the time you know just you know and if it did I could fix it so uh, life went on time was went on but in about 2006 I guess I finally was like uh, I finally was surfing the internet and I saw Ubuntu and they were like we'll send you a 
we'll send you a CD. So I was like, okay, send me a CD. And it was, you know, basic Ubuntu with the GNOME 2. And that just worked beautifully. I just, I loved that, you know, that was fine. And uh, I can't remember if I was dual booting it through uh, uh, Lilo or whatever came. Uh, but I, I believe I did do that. So I was able to, at that point, I was proficient enough to partition the disk and on my laptop. And it, it worked really well. And that's basically when I got hooked. And I was just like, well, at that point I wasn't playing any kind of games. I wasn't really interested. I was surfing the net and, you know, I just, you know, was kind of like, well, this would be the, you know, I don't want to, why do I have to pay Windows? And, you know, I wasn't, I, I still wasn't completely convinced that, you know, I was worried about viruses and things, even though I never, never, ever had one. Uh, that, you know, I downloaded software and executable and installed it, you know, and I had already discovered open source through Windows. There is open source on Windows, and so, you know, it was just like, okay, but I didn't really know the ethicalness of it at that point. But uh, once I kind of hit on Ubuntu, I, I took off and I used it, and for what I was doing, it was fine. It was great. In fact, you know, it was different. And in the, uh, you know, getting software with apt-get or, you know, there was everything there. I didn't have to go surf to a website and download an executable. And I was just like, this is awesome. So I just kept going. And uh, so about 2007, I completely went to Linux. And, uh, you know, I tried different distributions, I tried Ubuntu, and, uh, maybe Red Hat, Fedora, um, uh, I, I ran Ubuntu for at least a couple of years, and it, it was fine with me. Then I changed to Debian, and I tried testing and different, different things, and I really liked Debian. And so, kind of fast forward now, uh, I just didn't like the, uh, having the, the updates just weren't, you know, always there. And, uh, I think I just decided that, you know, after searching around, I'd eventually try Arch. Um, I did, and successfully installed it, it went through the beginner's guide, and, and I just fell in love with the rolling release model. So uh, that's where I'm at now. I I don't, you know, I I feel like my uh, computer skills, as far as being a techie and fixing things, have fallen off because it just never gives me any problems. It just runs and I do updates, and it's been years since I've had an update give me a problem and. Uh, I'm a happy, happy camper. So that's my story. And uh hope you enjoyed this. Thanks to the HBR community. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. 
Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.